The Crow Show on Triple M with Sauce. Sauce, a left foot snap, and he gets his second goal. And Tomo. I've never played the game, okay, so you can clip me to buggery. Happy Sunday morning to you, Crows fans. Great day for your company once again. This is the Crows Radio Show with Sauce and Tomo. 208 games to his name across three different AFL clubs and dominated for the tricolour. Saucy, hello to you, mate. Morning, Tomo. Another big uh, another big week of footy. Um, obviously, both teams playing the Eagles today, which is good. So yeah. we've got uh, the boys taking on West Coast in Perth later today and before that, the SANFL boys, which I'll be shooting out to, mm. um, at Woodville Oval, which is a, a big clash to hopefully get top three. Always good to do the show on game day, isn't it? A yeah, massive, it is. massive game out west and a fantastic win last week against the, the Carlton Footy Club, which we touched on on, on last week's show. But uh, yeah, a massive show today. Robert Shirley's going to join us as well. Yeah, so Adelaide and West Coast, they've got a bit of a history yeah. um, in playing in big games. So yeah, Shirley's obviously a significant part of that. Mm-hmm. Obviously used to play on Juddy as well. Juddy called him his, uh, his hardest opponent. So. Yeah. Which is a good, good, uh, good nod for shells. Bloody oath, an easy, big easy. Elliot Himmelberg's going to join us, and a fan favourite as well, Bernie Vince. We're going to get his insight onto what will play out today when we take on the West Coast Eagles, and uh, we'll see if we can get a tail out of him or two. I yeah, I know oh, he's got a few stories to tell, Bern. Um, I will look forward to it. All right, let's get stuck into it. This is the Crows Radio Show, and Triple A Big Easy joins us on the line right now. Elliot Himmelberg, thirty-six games to his name, and absolutely making a real fist of it this year. Big. Easy, you got us. Yeah, boys, thanks for having me. Ah, thanks for being on no board, worries, mate. mate. The, the Crows Radio Show. Firstly, how have uh, you seen your year this year, mate? A couple of bags of four, and it uh, feels like you've made a real presence in the competition. Yeah, it obviously started off pretty good. Um, good to get a few uh, continuous games in and um, get a few wins early, earlier in the year. Um, probably would have liked to remain in the team for a bit longer, but... Uh, coming back in has been, been pretty good as well. So, and we're playing really good footy actually at Sample. So, it's been pretty good. How how challenging can it be, Easy? Um, you know, we've seen you've had games. I mean, unfortunately, when I was at the Giants, kicked five against us on, on your brother, <laughs> which I'm sure you, you get into Harry about. Um, you know, we saw the showdown early this year, kick four. Um, you've showed you really can play at the level, but how hard is it for a young key, key forward to be in the competition and, and trying to make inroads every week? Yeah, it's definitely tough. It's a, definitely a tough and important position to play. Um, you see, like, across the board, a lot of, um, you know, really talented young players get, get put in. Um, you're seeing Jamara just, just start to break out um, at the Bulldogs. So, yep, yep. obviously, a really uh, tough position to come in and get going straight away. You need a lot of connection and synergy with all your teammates and, and whatnot um, to probably be... Uh, to probably reach your potential. So, yeah, it's a tough position, but um, it's very, very rewarding. And uh, Source mentioned your brother there, mate. I don't want to go back to your childhood. Only a couple of years between you. How'd you go growing up, and what were the competitive juices like? Yeah, not too bad. We we have we invented a few games. We've uh, got a few kick tennis games. Um, played a bit of one-on-one rugby league in the backyard, so... That was all good. Um, generally, got the better of him. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, now we know Harry's a very, a very good-looking fella. He takes a lot of pride in the way he dresses. I'm sure, which you know, Elliot, very well. And he loves cars as well. Are these, uh, are these some of the traits that you enjoy away from footy? Um, oh, not so much cars. Um, he's got a lot of, he's got a lot of expensive hobbies. Um, <laughs> had the motorbike. He, he's done up his car. He's put about fifty grand into his car. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm probably not uh, 
not into the depreciating investment source. Yeah, that's smart, mate. It's a, it is a it is a nice ute as well, which I might like to add. But mm. um, one thing you are, mate, you are right into your movies. Um, obviously, it's a it's a great hobby to have because uh, there's obviously so many coming out all the time. Um, how do you go reviewing them? And uh, I've heard you're right into it. Yeah, no, we've got um, a lot. Some president of the movie club here. We've got a few boys that like to get. Who's the, in that? Who's in that? Uh, for Fogs in it, Rowie, uh, Sholey, Butsy, Will Hamill, awesome. uh, Lockie Gallant, Luke Pedler, starting to feel his way in. Just came to, we went to a movie last night, so <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, we've got a little list um, that we all, most of us do, uh, rank the movies for the year, so it's pretty good. Himmels, awesome. what's, the, what's the go-to movie to wind down after a game, mate? Oh... After a game, you don't, you don't want to be, you don't want to have to think too much. So I'd say a, a hangover or something like that's a, a good watch. Yep. Um, and and finally, uh, easy. How have you found coming to, and living in Adelaide? You know, you've been here five or six years now. I think it is. Um, grew up in Wagga Wagga. Lived in Queensland for a while. Obviously, all non-traditional um, footy states. But how have you found growing up in Adelaide? And have you really enjoyed um, living in our city? Yeah, definitely. I think. Um, Growing up in Wagga Wagga, I find a lot of similarities with Adelaide. Um, very spread out, open, uh, very sport-orientated town. So, um, yeah, I've loved it here ever since i come. Yeah. Uh, beautiful, Easy. Thanks so much for jumping on board the Crows Radio Show, mate, and uh, enjoy the day. Thanks for having me, guys. Cheers, mate. A fan favourite back in his day in the tricolour saucy, this one. Won a best and fairest with the Adelaide Footy Club and then went over to Melbourne and won a BNF there as well. 229 games to his name. Bernard Vince, Bernie, you got us. I uh, have, boys. Uh, good to be on. I'm surprised I haven't been on earlier yeah. than this. Yeah, uh, we're, we're saving the big ones for later in the year. Oh, is that what you're doing? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad to hear. Good. Hey, Bernie, I'd love to get your insight to, to start off, mate. How do you see the Crows going over west today against the, uh, the West Coast Eagles? Oh, I think it's a bit of a danger game for the Crows. Uh, got up, obviously, a great win last week against Carlton and uh, played a four-quarter effort, which we haven't seen too often uh, this year. We've seen glimpses, but they've, uh, they put four together and look what they can do. But just get worried. It's uh, Josh Kennedy's last game yeah. ever for West Coast, 293 games, and he's done everything, Coleman's, premierships, uh, all Australians. So uh, I just feel like if West Coast are ever going to get up for one, it might be this one. But in saying that, Adelaide are a better team. So And, and going off last weekend in better form, uh, West Coast are a completely different team though, from earlier in the year. They're actually playing some not bad footy. So uh, I think it'll be a close one. Uh, I reckon West Coast by two points. Yep. Now, uh, you're dominating the media scene, Bernie, which we love, especially at Triple M. <laughs> um, let's go back to your playing days, mate. Uh, how, do you, how do you view your time um, in footy? Obviously, you know, you sort of got plucked from nowhere, played in the SANFL grand final, you were playing cricket. Um, do you actually do you look back at times and actually think about how, you, how, your, career, how your footy career went? Um, it's a good question because I don't, I, I haven't really done it until, until I finish really. Yeah. And I've been out of the game since eight, 2018 was my last year. So four years out, it's just starting to, to sort of think about that now. And I was, at the time I was just, as you know me, I'm just sort of <laughs> whatever happens when I wake up. Oh, I, do, I, I do, do know that. So then I wake up and uh, I was drafted and I thought, well, I was playing cricket actually for Woodville, um, playing cricket and got drafted on the day. Didn't watch the draft or listen to the draft or anything, but um, they just found out I was drafted when 
cameras started rocking up at the game, and I was thinking, shit, maybe I've actually been drafted here. <laughs> um, and then they all, every station played me getting out, which I didn't make many that day, so that was always good. But um, then I thought, oh, well, now I've got to bloody do a pre-season because I've never really done a proper one of them. And then um, I thought, well, two-year contract when you get drafted, so at least I know what I'm doing for the next two years. <laughs> and then just just every year, and every time I got a contract, I was like, oh, well, at least I was here for three years. They can sack me, but at least they got to pay me for three years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think you're selling yourself a bit short there. A couple of BNFs, I think you had a, a pretty good career. What, uh, what is your favourite sport? Because you're still playing cricket. You've you've hung yep. the footy boots up. Obviously, you're tied up with um, with uh, your commentating and that, but what yep. is your, what is your favorite sport yeah well i love i do love my cricket i love cricket and footy mate to be honest yeah um I, yeah growing up i was probably better at cricket yep. so um i thought if i not that i ever thought i was going anywhere but if i, I thought i was probably i played a grade district cricket pretty young and yep. i thought oh well this you know not many people play a grade district and i was playing okay and uh i thought well at least i've done that but I, the footy thing came out of nowhere mate i was i was playing uh, played two games of reserves in 2005, I think it was, and then I went back home and played for my majority of the year, and that was the year I got drafted in again. So, long story short, I ended up, yeah, in about 10 games, I played four different levels of footy. Amazing. And nearly didn't even come back down to Adelaide, to be honest. Ronnie Fuller was sort of in my ear about coming down, and I was like, well, mate, I tried that. <laughs> you dropped me from the twos, mate. So, anyway, he said he was going to, he promised me he was going to play me in the midfield, and then, yeah, I played a few reserves games, and then four league games, um, which three were finals, actually. And then round one the next year, I was running out with Rashudo and McLeod and Edwards yeah, and, right. and all these guys. So I was like, jeez. And even my mates at home, and you probably, if you listen to this story, you go, how the hell did that happen? I, I don't know. I just must have had the right person watching me at the right time. Yeah. Hey, Bernie, talking about your cricket, mate, there was a, a famous incident in the pub at Stansbury. So you may as well run us, run us through that. I'll set you up and you can take it away. Well, geez, which one? <laughs> well, well, let's let's go the one with the undies and the cricket since, helmet on, mate. Since we're playing the Eagles, we may as well touch on that. <laughs> yeah, well, um, had a few incidents there. Only a few got out, which was very good. It's almost a secret club in there. Um, but no, nah, it was a uh, it was a big week. We um, we had well the cricket grand finals coming up, and Joe Petrenko had actually played a few games. He was going out with my sister at the time, actually. Yeah. So he got him got him qualified, and he was going to come back, and we we're in the grand final, and we had the NAB Cup. We actually had a week we'd played or something on the Friday night. Had the NAB Cup grand final um, the following week because we we're in it, and it was on a, I think it was a Friday night. So on the Saturday was that cricket grand final, and we went and asked Sando whether we could play in the grand final. <laughs> Uh, because Porps had just done his shoulder or something. There was a few injuries in that game which hurt us. I was like, oh, shit, I don't really want to ask. I'm just going to play. And Pup's like, no, we better ask. But I like, right, we'll go ask. And he said we couldn't play. And I was like, oh. I thought he was joking. I started laughing. He goes, no, no, too many injuries and all that. So anyway, we went over there. And uh, long story short, we won the flag. And I thought, well, stuff it. I'm, I'm going hard. And it was on about... Sunday afternoon, about some, I don't know, it was about mid afternoon. I'm not sure on times, but um, we somehow we turned it into Undy Sunday. <laughs> and it was, everyone was in their jocks in the front bar. Like, I'm talking people, the main leagues is cricketers and yeah. cricket people to do the cricket club, but anyone that walked in, mate, we forced them to get in their jocks. <laughs> I don't know if they'd get over the line at the moment. 
with the way things are. But anyway, like in your jocks, don't serve him until he's in his jocks. <laughs> anyway, I was I was in there and of course Adam Pitt. Um, you were blame Pitty. Pitty. He's, uh, everyone knows Pitty. He just gave me this almighty wedgie at one stage, and my jock disintegrated into about fifty pieces. And I just had a. I said, I've got to be wearing something in the front bar. So they threw me a cricket helmet. They said, wear that. <laughs> I said, oh, that's better. At least I'm not nude. I'm not fully naked. So then um, then we had a bit of a sculling contest, I think. And things are a bit bit hazy through this little patch. Yeah. But I, uh, we had a scull. Me and Dad were trying to scull Zan Brooker out of the bottle. We raced to the bottom. And then, uh, I don't know, there was a bit of an email that went to the club complaining and it was a big week. Anyway, I was suspended till the Wednesday. Yeah. And then, uh, remember, the game was on a Friday night. Yep. I was back in about Wednesday afternoon, and the uh, Triggy overruled it because there was that much uproar about letting me be myself and stuff. Yeah, which the, I fans, the fans went crazy. They wanted you to play. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this this email that came in was saying, oh, our family are going to throw our membership away. That was disgraceful what we see with Bernie doing and stuff. And then that was like four tick- four members' tickets, but... What happened was there was so many people. There's someone started like a petition thing, and I had like a thousand people that are going to throw their memberships away <laughs> if they suspended me. So I was like, "Yeah, good news." Just the whole of yours, I reckon. Burn. This, this sums yeah. burn up. This sums <laughs> sums burn up. Oh, and then uh, yeah, all back in. I was like, "Oh, sweet." Triggy pulled me to his office. I was like, oh, "What's going on here? More emails, is it?" And he goes, "No, nah, no, nah, we we're going to let you play, mate." I was like, "Oh, how, oh that's awesome. Thanks, mate." Um, and uh, then played and got best on ground. And it was because um, it's when the NAB Cup was a big deal as well. Like it was important to yeah. win. Like now it's it's nah, not it a thing. But I remember we won, and then uh, we went down the watermark and celebrated again. So you oh, were, yeah. yeah, I think you were probably promoting everyone <laughs> to be in their undies again. But drying out until about round four of that. Afternoon, <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! No, love yeah, you, love, love stuff, the stories. Man. Thanks so much for jumping on board the Crows Radio Show, mate. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Nah, no worries. About time you blokes got me on. <laughs> Thanks, man. See you, brother. Our next guest, 150 games for the Adelaide Football Club, was very, very good for a long period of time. Robert Shirley joins us. G'day, Shells. How are you, mate? G'day, Tom. Yeah, good night. Yourself? Ah, uh, mate. Yeah, going well. We're flying here. Hey, um, how did the how did it end up getting into the Crows, mate? We'll start. You know, you're a local boy. You're, you're from Wyala, and then you got down to. To the Eagles, you played some good footy in the Sandful, and and how did you end up on draft night getting involved with the Adelaide Footy Club? Uh, yeah, so from Wyala and grew up my playing for North Wyala there, and um, you know I got the opportunity to play a few Eagles games as I was uh, a younger fella, and then once once school was done, made the move to Adelaide and uh, had a year of under 19s and then a year of league footy with the Eggs and and sort of that year we we did pretty well actually we had some handy players get drafted that year, including Sicker and um, Matty Pavlich, Andrew uh, Andrew Crow, yep, and Matty Whelan. See, so some yeah, Biggles got redrafted that year as well. Yeah. So we had a really handy young side. Um, Probably helped me out a bit as well with uh, all the spotters going out to see Pavlich every week, uh, <laughs> see how good he was. But anyway, that, that's how it came about. And then, um, yeah, a few of us actually got picked up together at the, at the Crows. Like it. Now, you came into a good time at the Crows um, when we, we had some success. Unfortunately, we didn't quite um, quite make the grand final or, or, or finally get there. But um, you, yeah. how did you go at that time playing with, with such great players? I mean, you know, McLeod, Edwards, Rashudo, Goodwin, there was a whole list and the team had some real success through that period. Yeah, I was a huge buzz, mate. We we did. We probably we bombed out early in uh, my first couple of years, and then and build up. 
made a prelim final, um, I think in 04 it was. Yeah. I'm stretch my memory here. Um, and then, obviously, with the change over to Craigie, we um, we got back up there, 05, 06, and I think we were minor premiers at least one of those years. But we were we were playing a great brand of footy, really fast. And I think um, I think Craigie's game plan was something new to the AFL at that stage. Um, and then we were probably the measuring stick. Yeah. You know, with, we have West Coast and Sydney are up there as well. Um, we seem to have the wood over Sydney, funny enough, and West Coast had the wood over us, and it was vice versa for those two. So it was an interesting competition, and um, yeah, just a shame we just didn't get that chance to make the grand four. We had the chance, chances, obviously, but uh, didn't quite get in there. I think part of that as well, that team, was, was your ability to defend. And, um, you know, you, you obviously had Ben Runt and Nathan Bock and all that. But obviously a key role in that team was yourself playing on uh, playing on the, the team's probably best midfielder every week. How did you go about that challenge? And I think Chris Judd actually got quoted as saying that you were his hardest po- uh, opponent, which is a, which is a massive, massive accolade for yourself with, with him having such a credential career. Yeah, oh, look, huge amount of preparation goes into every player you play against um, each week in terms of video, in terms of where the um, ruckman hits the ball, what position that is. Um, so, yeah, look, I had great assistant coaches as well as Craigie, so Nobes and Don Pike were there at that stage, and, and it was credit to those guys. They they showed me a lot of the, a lot of their where they you know, possessions they were accumulating them from, whether it was back yep. half, handball receives or contested footy. So you'd almost go into the game predicting where the ball was going to go, if you know what I mean. Like there was that there was that much work put into it. So that helped my game immensely. Um, plus I had Simon Goodwin and Mark Rashida mm. and Andrew McLeod, Tyson Edwards around me that, uh, <laughs> that, that helped a lot as well. Do you, do you think that's a sort of a lost art in today's game? <laughs> Uh, look, I think today's game is more zoning, a, li- a lot more zoning yep. in the in the defensive side. So, and that sort of came about towards the end of my career. I, I, sort of, we went sort of that eighteen man press, which sort of hurt. Oh, I guess um, affected my game and uh, my opportunities to uh, to go out there week by week. So, um, I, yeah, I'm sure there is still some kind of defensive play there for the midfielders, but it's more. I guess those midfielders are also a lot, a lot more attacking than the traditional tag that we that we used to run with, I suppose. And that was more my role was to, number one, shut them down as much as possible. And then it was secondary was to find the footy, whereas these days it's probably uh, a run with, we'd call it. And that midfielder is, is there to win possessions and be attacking as well as probably negate. And what about nowadays, Shells? You still, you know, you're loving your footy still. You sit down and watch it. And what are you up to work-wise? <laughs> Uh, we're over, I live over on the EP at, uh, in Cummins these yep. days and, Beautiful. Um, sell farm machinery. So out, out, out and about seeing the farmers doing that, still follow the footy every week and uh, every chance we can, I sit down with the family and watch the boys playing and, and, um, you know, get over there probably a couple of times a year, two or three times a year to see, uh, see the, see the boys at Adelaide Oval there. Ah, beautiful. You're a good man, Shells. Thanks so much for jumping on the Crows Radio Show. No worries. Thanks, Thanks very much, Shells. Big day today, Saucy. Obviously taking on the West Coast Eagles. A lot of rivalry from over the years. Yeah, it is. They've uh, got a good history of playing in some big games. Both have, um, not massive history, but both have got a lot of legends you yeah. know, within the AFL that have played as well. So For sure. 
I don't know. You think about the West Coast Eagles and the Adelaide Football Club. You think about the 2005-2006 yeah. era of Rashudo, Edwards, McLeod, Kerr, Cousins, Judd. It was incredible. Yeah, it was. There was um, some real Hall of Fame names um, in those in those games. And yep. The Crows team, arguably probably the best Crows team ever mm. through that period. Um, we know 97-98, they yep. were able to get the job done, I guess, when it mattered. For sure. But this team of 05-06, yeah. they hardly lost a the game. They Kept teams to no scores. Yep. Um, so it was a, a really good team. Obviously, we played them in the prelim final. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, it didn't go too well for the Crows fans. And you think it's all over. You would think it's all over. It's all over now. An all-time classic at Amy Stadium. What a win by the West Coast Eagles. Met almost by silence. Gut-wrenching to lose a it prelim is. at home, obviously. And just hearing that, I remember I was probably about 10 or 11 years old and uh, you felt you were on the way to another flag, Saucy. Yeah, and I think, you know, it, it's, it probably seemed a downer because we lost, but mm. I guess I look at that um, as, as those games. As, I was the same as you, mate. I was born in 1988, so I was yeah. only, uh, you know, 18 at the time. And yeah. um, I just think back to the names that played in that. Like, if we go back to the Crows, the Crows midfield, Rashudo, Goodwin, McLeod, mm. Edwards... Um, Thompson, yep. and then the Eagles, Judd, Cox, Kirk, Cousins, um, Glass, Embley. Andrew Embley, yeah. Oh, huge names. Yeah. And um, these, the back-to-back years, obviously 05, um, we unfortunately lost in, in, in Perth. Yep, But 06 right. was the one that we sort of let slip because Crows were up by 22 at the half. Um, you know, Eagles end up kicking a guy after the siren yeah. to, to increase the lead. So it was actually only a four-point loss yeah. um, when the siren went. But... I just think of the matchups, and you know, I, I, I remember the game. You know, young Nathan Van Berlo went to play on Ben Cousins, mm. which which was unreal. You know, yeah. VB was only in his first or second year as well. So, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, to think back to those times, and obviously Sydney and um, Sydney and West Coast had that big rivalry as well. But the Crows were certainly a part of that. Um, and and talking to a few of the players, Tomo, it's it's interesting because they felt that if they could get there, that yeah. they they probably had the wood over Sydney through that time. That's right. And it's interesting how that works. Obviously, we just had Shells on before. Yeah. And he brought up about how, uh, you know, how much success was throughout that period, yeah. but unfortunately couldn't get the chocolates. And you'd be the same as well, Saucy. When you played in the 2017 yep. uh, season, you would would you, would you class that as a successful season without taking home the ultimate? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Because they're just so hard to win. And yeah. I think that's the thing, like, in Crow's history, we don't talk about this period because we didn't we didn't win. Mm. Everything's about 97, 98, yeah. but it's still something to be celebrated because it was such a good team. Mm. Um, you know, you look in 97, 98, you know, Rashudo, Goodwin, McLeod, they're all young kids coming yep. through. I think they were 21, 22 at the time. But then this is, this is the, I guess, through the peak of their career. So that's why we had such a, so these such two, a strong team. These two years of, or three years, you could say, yeah. 05, 06, 07, really reminds me of the St. Kilda period that they went through. Yep. And they were, you know, arguably the unluckiest side ever they not, were. not yeah. to win a flag, mate. And you would have played against them at the peak of their power. Yeah, they lost, what, three grand finals in two years. Yeah. So, um, and, they, and they were a great team, St. Kilda. They yeah. just unfortunately couldn't get across the line. And I, I view this team as well. And, you know, I just, like I've said before, mate, you look at the names as, as Australian Hall of Fame members members there, let alone just just club legends. So really special time of our history. Um, we still talk about these great players now and people that are our age, these are the idols that they had, you know, Cox and yeah. Judd and Cousins and those types. Hopefully we can get one back to Savo when Absolutely. we venture over to Perth. 104.7, triple one. The Crows Radio Show wrapping up for another week. Saucy, you've been super again, mate. What a uh, what a very funny show that was, <laughs> Tomo. Yeah. Uh, a great mate. Triple M's very own Bernie Vince telling a few tales. Mm. Uh, it's always good to hear from uh, Big Easy and Shell. So... 
Um, fantastic show, mate. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And uh, you can get in touch with us on the socials as well, yeah. Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, uh, Twitter as well. So get on, get in, get in touch with us. Uh, email in at crowsradioshow at afc.com.au. Um, we look forward to hearing all the feedback on the show. Absolutely. I'll see you next Sunday, Saucy, and uh, we'll speak to everyone else at 9 o'clock Sunday morning. See you. Bye.